This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Fox fans, how the devil are we? Yep, uh, it's me. No, you've only got me for a few more shows. It's been a whole season. Where has it gone? Being stuck inside, that's where it's gone mainly, of course. But I mean, can you believe we started doing these shows? The first one was um, 
I did with Brad, which was the uh, Leicester City Birmingham friendly post-match show. Let me put it this way. It was awful. We have come a long way since then. This is sort of, as they say on Dave, surprisingly adequate. That was bloody awful, I'll tell you. It's Chris, and I'm on Lester Till I Die TV. You can catch us on YouTube, uh, Lester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe. We would be eternally grateful. We are also on um, Facebook, Lester Till I Die, the group. And if you're living in the old Twitter sphere, and their shares have really gone down this week, they've about halved of Twitter shares because Malina has got a job. So that's uh, Twitter sphere at Lester TID. And that is, of course, means we are Lester Till I Die. Lester Till I Die TV, home of the FA Cup winners. Oh, it is. We are the FA Cup winners. I got asked by uh, Melina, who's one of my mods. I'm going to say good evening to Melina. Thanks for joining us. She said, how long is she going to have to uh, put up with this, uh, about the fact that we're we're FA Cup winners? And I I said, well, probably till we win it again, so it could be another 140 years. So (laughs) good evening, Stephen. Thanks for for joining us. You were in early. I know uh, we we were running on a slightly different time because it's Saturday night. Come and watch us. What else is on? Hmm, nothing really, is there? Um, Melina, I hope you have a great weekend. The must win for the Foxes tomorrow. Will they be able to do the job against the Spurs? We are going to find out. I must admit, I'm a little bit worried, Melina. A little bit worried. Hey, to my Jeff Sterling, this man is Chris Kamara. And it's like having a roving reporter back in the studio. So we'll welcome him back in. Chris Kamara, hello. How are devil are you, sir? I must have missed that, Chris. <laughs> I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. I did wonder. I'm glad I let you go with that, because that was, that, was, that was good. I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going with that, but I love it. Brilliant, mate, because you didn't know I was going to do that. So that was yeah. a, an absolutely great comeback. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, we've got Spurs this weekend. Um, it's been a, it's been a, well, it's been an impressive season. Uh, of course, this time last weekend, we were uh, probably getting slightly drunk, I think. Um, <laughs> but where's the season gone? You know, it, it's, it's like, actually, we started doing these at the start of the season. Can you believe we've had 30 we- 38 weeks game, 38 games, we've had Europa League, we've had the FA Cup. It seems to have whizzed by so quickly. I think um, probably because we've not been able to get down to the ground, maybe because there's been so much football on TV that it just seems constant. Um, it's almost like you've not had time to look forward to something because there's always another game on somewhere or whatever. Or you know, We've had a lot of games, obviously, with being in Europe, but um, it does seem to have flown by this season. But... Uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed, everyone will be back in stadiums next season. Well, it's looking good, isn't it? It is looking mm. good. Um, and hopefully, you have said you're going to try and become our pre and post match roving reporter. <laughs> I shall do my best. 
Uh, it, it depends <laughs> on the uh, on the wonders of the phone network, but I shall try. Well, we're we're all in the hands of the phone network, aren't we? Yeah. Um, nothing else to do tonight, unless you're getting excited about the really big thing that is going on tonight. That you know, it, it's it it supersedes anything else you've ever thought about doing on a Saturday night, and that's of course the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, I got to say, Chris, I, I love it. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan. I really particularly enjoy all the political voting. That's just just my favourite bit of the whole show. You know the sad thing, the sad thing. I'm so glad you said that because I I used to love it as well. <laughs> I really yeah. did, and I I kind of got out of it once it did. I mean, there's always been political voting in it, hasn't there? But you know, these days it's just like, I mean, we've got a really good song this year. We are. Hey, we're going off topic again, but people seem to like <laughs> it. <laughs> we've got. It's a guy that did it last year and he couldn't take part. Yeah, and uh, because of course they cancelled it last year, and yet they you did. know we can't cancel the Euros in case players get COVID, but we can cancel <laughs> Eurovision. Yeah, there's something um, wrong about that. But it's it's a really good pop song, which probably means it isn't going to win. I think I think it's irrelevant what the song is, Chris. I think it's uh, because he's representing uh, the United Kingdom or uh, Wyomingi, as I think they're, yes. <laughs> they're they're called by the rest of Europe. <laughs> Um, or why you mini nil point and to give them the full title? <laughs> oh, don't oh, no, um, that was that, 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 I, I'm still seeing therapy about that, yeah. So, I, I think it's I think it's a good song, um, but yeah, nobody likes us, so uh, we are the mill wall of uh, of the Eurovision world. <laughs> oh, we just and of course, to make it worse, of course, we brexited, so we're really gonna be unpopular, but then again, yeah. Australia does well, and that's nowhere near Europe. <laughs> That's true. Although I think I now, now as a as a Eurovision roving reporter, I think I'm correct in saying that they got knocked out in the semis yes, this time. And did. that's not an opportunity for you to talk about semis again, Chris. <laughs> they got knocked out in the semis. Um, uh, so my money you, is on um, Cyprus or Iceland. There you, you go. Know, you know me too well, and I haven't watched the semis, but I did hear that the, the Australia had got knocked out. And Australia mm -hmm. been in the Eurovision. It's a bit like. Um, Kuwait hosting the World Cup, really, isn't it? You know, it is, it is indeed. <laughs> the world's gone mad. The world's mm. gone mad. Pete, good evening. Okay. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, TM, woo, Spurs fan, nice to have you along. And I'm, I'm glad I've got a present for you, um, TM, actually. And I hopefully you'll like this because I was hoping there was a Spurs fan uh, that would come in because obviously there's a bit of rivalry join has begun between our two clubs. And I was taught, you know, it's very much from the Leicester side. And I was talking to a Spurs fan on the opposition view, and he wasn't so sure that it was such a big thing for the Spurs fans. But it all kind of started, obviously, with the 2015 16 um, Premier League, you know, title running between the pair of us. But I have got a little compilation video of Spurs' attempt to win the Premier League in 2015 16. It's, very, it's over very quickly, but here we go. <laughs> Oh, it's sad to see, isn't it? It is. For, for Spurs think, fans everywhere, that was just for you. I, I think the like only thing, to be fair, Chris, that, that, that does them a disservice, or, or that probably gives them a greater service, because I don't think they were ever actually out in front. No, no, they weren't. They weren't, but... Um, that is shame. And just, just to rub it in a little bit more. 
you know, we, we are still asking who came third in a two horse race. Um, <laughs> I wonder, if, I've got to comment. I wonder if that's TM coming back at me. Uh, <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, <laughs> yeah, about right. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I do feel, I don't know if you've got this feeling, um, this season, Craig, that mm. when our chairman passed, it kind of brought a lot of fans together from opposing clubs and what have you. Yeah. And I feel this season with the things like the ESL has brought you know fans together. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing, um, it's Spurs and Arsenal fans have come together in absolutely despair for their clubs this season. Yeah, <laughs> they, they have, I think, because um, they see the success we've had, I think, just as a a, a sort of well run football club. And I think it's yeah. it is that kind of thing of. You know, with the money and the history that those two clubs have got, they should be run a hell of a lot better than they are. And yes. I think sometimes it comes down to the fact that, you know, I'll, I'll be kind to them. I think they have that pressure on them or they, they take that pressure on board that they have to be mm -hmm. successful all the time. The pressure comes from the fans to have to be successful all the time. Being out of the top four is a disastrous season for them. You know, obviously with... Yeah. With Arsenal now, it could be, you know, being out of the top eight. Is it eight, nine? Miss Molina will tell us. But, yeah. you know, it's it, the pressure that comes with that. And, you know, we've got to deal we, in our own little way. We've we've felt the pressure of the fans who think that if we finish fifth, it's a disaster because we've been in yeah. the top four. So, um, so they've had years and years and years and years of this. But uh, they chase that, um, that success. And it's not, it, it gets harder to get every single year. But uh, yeah, they all look on jealously, I think, at the moment. Yeah. I must admit, I was in, I've been in a couple of chats this week, obviously, with it coming up to the last uh, game of the season. And uh, I've been, and quite a lot of them, it's been Spurs and Arsenal fans together. So they have seemed to have sort of been brought together by mutual mm -hmm. hatred for their clubs. And I have sat there literally not being able to get a word in because they have been arguing over whose club is the worst, Arsenal or Spurs. <laughs> and, and those that say Tottenham and, and Arsenal have got nothing to play for, you have got bragging rights because, you know, depending what happens, Tottenham could finish above Arsenal, which... You know they don't often do. In fairness, they don't right. often do. I'm sure we've I'm sure we've uh, see, <laughs> scared TM off. Stephen, funny you should say this that um, yeah, even Harry Kane has um, has seen the light. Mm. Um, now I'm not saying anything here, but uh, of course Harry he does want to go somewhere where we can win trophies. You know, and I, I I understand that. Well, he could come to Leicester because we win trophies, don't we? <laughs> well, it could, you know. If, to be fair, if he'd have uh, if he'd have shown up a little bit better when he was on loan, we may have tried to buy him, and then he'd have had a couple of trophies already. Exactly, exactly. But uh, yeah, Harry Kane to Leicester. You you heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> but there's a game this weekend, um, and we're going to get into that in one second. But just want to say that um, Leicester till I die is totally supportive if it will come up, which it's not doing at the moment. Uh, let's try that again. Oh, don't you love it when a plan comes together? Um, <laughs> Lesser Till I Die TV, we do support uh, hashtag stop online abuse. There's just absolutely no need for it whatsoever. Cut it out. You don't have to have every other word as an F word, and you can say somebody's wrong without insulting them. Just remember that. So, Indeed. hey, 
four o'clock tomorrow. We all kick off at the same time. It's at the King Power. Um, and I'm going to put my foot through this computer in a minute. Four o'clock, <laughs> Sky Sports. It's also on Talk Sport as well. They've come in at the last minute to cover it. It's on LCFC Radio if you want to listen to the ex-players. And, of course, if you're in the uh, the county boundaries, it's on BBC Radio Leicester. Um, going into this game, uh, Craig, thoughts on it? Uh, it's a tricky one, isn't it? A tricky one to call. Um, I don't think either of us uh, have been in great form, to be honest. Spurs have been very up and down. Um, you know, a couple of bad bad defeats to um, uh, to Leeds. I think they lost and... Uh, can't remember who the last one was, but they've they've not been great. You would have expected more, to be honest, from uh, as uh, as that team sort of gels together or not gels together. But once it became clear that they weren't going to get top four, you would have thought maybe that they'd play with a little bit more freedom uh, and loosen a little bit. But it doesn't seem to have happened. They've got players who I think are either already on the. Uh, well, you can't even be on the plane anymore, can you? So, um, <laughs> as, as they were, they'd be on the on the beach, as it were. On golf um, course, we could say golf course, yeah, yeah. couldn't we? Exactly. Yeah. But then you've got, you know, Harry Kane's last last game in a in in a Spurs shirt, and I would imagine that he's going to be using that as motivation. It depends how the mm. other the the other players take that, to be honest, because they could uh, say, "Yeah, we want to mm. do it for you, Harry," or it could be, uh, "Thanks very much for leaving us uh, on a sinking ship, mate." Um, yeah, yeah. For obviously, for us, we know that you know there's a very slim chance of a draw being enough for us. I, I can't see that happening. So that it comes down to the fact that we've got to win. I just hope that one of the others slip up for us. So yeah. you know, and Spurs will want to finish above Arsenal because there is the the scenario that Arsenal can finish above them uh, still, yeah. even after their shocking season. So yeah. tough game to yeah. call. It is. It so is, and. I mean, I was actually, uh, if you are sort of part of the channel and you follow us on YouTube, Blessed Eye ITV, you'll see I did an interview um, yesterday with Max Rushton, who's a Talk Sport presented as the warm up shows on Saturday and Sunday on Talk Sport One. I go on to his show an awful lot. He has me on, and he's a really nice guy. And we were talking to him about his support, how he got into the team that he does, etc. We, we, we second half of the show was all about Leicester. And he watched the Spurs Aston Villa game the other night, and um, he said, "If you get one past Spurs, you could actually end up getting four or five. Yeah. Well, that would help a great deal. I can I can assure you on, on a goal difference <laughs> with, point of view. Can with it, goal but... difference, we're four behind. Um, mm. Four behind Liverpool on goal difference. Yeah. I mean, let's have a look at their two games. I mean, Chelsea are up against Villa. Yeah. Um, Two chilies having his usual. I mean, I, honestly, I didn't realize that I'd forgotten how, what Winger's Germans were. You know, he's now moaning that he's he's at a disadvantage because he's the only team that's away, and Aston Villa will have home fans in. Now, you know, Tuesday you played yeah. us, you had home fans in. You know, God's sake, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> go back to Germany. You know, don't. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's always going to be something to moan about, and you know, and of course. Tillerman's lucky goal and what have you, but uh, yeah. but they they did well against Tottenham. I mean, they went the goal down. All right, there was a bit of an own goal, classic own goal in there from mm. Reginon of Spurs, and it I don't know if you've seen one. that at all. Yeah, it was, it was classic. Mm. It was, you know, Frank Sinclair would have been proud of that. Let's be honest with you, wouldn't he? Um, 
and uh, yeah, Ravan TFC agrees with me here. Um, but uh, you know, they, they came back. Um, Grealish was back, and you know, you can never have a one man team, but I think Aston Villa have proved this season they're probably the closest thing. So that might be the toughest game of the three. It might be the fact that Villa do do us a favor. I, I, I think that's our best shot, to be honest. I, I can see Villa. You know, I, I may be, you know, looking through blue tinted spectacles or whatever and, and looking for uh, for good signs. But I, I, I can see Villa getting a point at least in that game. Um, but as I say, we've got a, the worst scenario would be that we don't win our game yes. uh, yeah. when the opportunity is there. But I can definitely see Villa getting a point out of that game. Um, so we'll be, we'll, I, I know every, it's going to be an exciting Exciting time, anyway, yeah. isn't it? Watching all the different scores. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool have got Palace. Um, mm. You know, they're probably the happiest. Um, they, they, it, well, it's Roy Hodgson's last game, isn't it? Yeah. Our boy. Um, mm. So, whether they're going to turn up for Roy or not, who knows? But uh, and well, they didn't. I was they, told, they didn't turn up. They didn't turn up when it was the home game, and the fans were in there uh, for his last home game. Um, right. I think wow. was it Arsenal? Was it Arsenal that they they lost to? Um, Good, yeah, you so lose to Arsenal know. this season. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't turn up for that. But you would hope that they would. Um, you know, they've got they've got past record with uh, Liverpool as well, and. Mm. You know, Liverpool, you know, they've, they've still got to get a result. I'm starting to sound like Kevin Keegan. They've still got to go there and get some um, <laughs> And we'd love it, wouldn't we? We would just we would love, love it. it. We would love it. <laughs> yes. But, um, yes. you know, they're going to play with a bit of nerves. And uh, and Palace have got players who can hurt them. So, uh, yeah, all to play for. But I, th I think, you know, with the fans in at Anfield again, you know, if they've got anything about them, Liverpool, if they want to stoke that up, you know, they would have bought a uh, replica Premier League trophy off eBay and start parading that around because they've not had the chance to do that with the fans. Who 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 would who would be silly enough to buy a replica Premier League trophy <laughs> off eBay and, and <laughs> have it on display? You know, <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at all. I mean, I was listening to to one of the presenters on Talksport, and he was like saying. Leicester City says the bottlers because for the last this last season and this season, we've we've been in the top four for like thirty seven of the thirty eight games, and yeah. both times we've we've dropped out at the very last minute. Mm -hmm. And they said you only win we only won the Premier League because other teams didn't turn up. But mm -hmm. isn't that how Manchester City won it this year because Liverpool didn't turn up and Chelsea didn't and. Man United are going through a transition. That's how teams win the, yeah. the, the championship, win the win the league, isn't it? It is, but I, I don't know if it was uh, Andy, whatever his name is, uh, who, who was saying that. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, he's an idiot anyway. Well, he's a Man U fan for a start, but he's uh, I've heard him a few times, and uh, <laughs> you know, you know what talk sports like. They, they like to just get the fans going and they like yeah. people ringing in to, to spend money on their phones. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, know, you can't have it both ways. You can't no. say that certain teams are bottlers and then in the same breath say everyone deserves where they uh, uh, finishes where they deserve to after mm. the course of a full season. So you can't have it both ways. 
you know, whether we lost games at the beginning of the season or lost at the end of the season, it doesn't really matter. We'll finish where we finish. And yeah. what it does show is, you know, if you look at those, uh, you look at those, uh, the, the, the teams and the squads around us, we're, we're finishing higher than we probably should. You know, if, in, in terms of the breadth of the squad, um, we've, we've finished uh, above our natural position. So, it's disappointing if we don't do it, but it's still a successful season. Yeah. Um, I hadn't didn't hadn't seen what Levante put up there, so I apologize for putting that up. Um he was he was uh, using a, a rather naughty word which has earned him a timeout. Um talking to Man United fans, a bit like I dream of genie. Poof, <laughs> and they suddenly appear. Good evening, good evening, Richard. Thanks for joining us. Right. I hope you're all right, right, mate. If you wanna if you're interested in football, not just Man United, Rich uh, Rich Sports it, it is on YouTube and he does some really, really good um good shows on uh, on his channel like you know the, the worst thing. I, in fact I got him to put Dennis Wise in the worst uh, premiership players ever the other week so well done Richard <laughs> yeah. it was funny um just before we we came on air I don't know if uh, anybody saw it on Sky Sports that uh, St Johnston won the Scottish yes. FA Cup today yes. um <coughs> with their manager Callum Davidson they did who, uh, yes. yes yeah who was the uh, who was the punchy in that uh, incident uh, with Dennis Wise, so uh, good, good for him, and he's 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 got yes. himself his team a place in the uh, Europa League, and he's also done the double because he's won both of the cups up there. Um, yeah, St. Johnson, you know, but uh, but yeah, but no, it's, it's it is worth checking out uh, uh, Rich Sports Channel. And thanks for joining us, Rich. So, um, just looking at the form guide here and mm. going into this game, I mean, the form guide for the two teams, um, we're both going on to the into this game on the back of a, a, a bit of a, a bad game. Of course, they had the Villa game, we had Chelsea. Um, but it, it, it's pretty tight. But in in the overall look of things, um, Tottenham are actually fifth in the in for, for the last six matches. They're fifth in the table, um, yeah. and we are seventh. The bad news, guys, is that Liverpool are top of that table and Chelsea are third <laughs> of the form. Yeah. Guys. But you know, we, we I, I wasn't sure about Tottenham because you know they've, they've sacked the manager. They've mm -hmm. virtually thrown away the League Cup, that any chance they had of winning that. No disrespect mm -hmm. to Ryan Mason, but come on. I didn't realise that they've actually got Chris Powell in the backroom yeah. staff, who's had management experience, and yet they gave it to the, this Ryan guy. And I'm thinking, like, it's almost like you can't blame us if it goes wrong at the end of the season. The guy's got no experience sort of thing. Well, you gave him the job. Yeah. He's actually, I say he's turned it round, but... They've not done as bad as I thought they would. They're, you know, he's, he's given Bale his, 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 his run, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, as I think I said last week, he was in a um, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer uh, position. He knows he's not going to get the job. He's, he's basically got a free swing. He, mm. I, I think he was out there to almost placate the fans and just say, you know, I'm going to pick all your favourites. Um, and it's worked out for him, you know. Deli Ali's uh, come back to life and looks like he's uh, he's playing well again. So they're they're, they're playing um, with a bit of freedom, but I think you know they haven't necessarily got the uh, got the bottle 
You know, if we're going yeah. to throw around the bottlers thing, I don't think they've got the bottle to 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 be in a game if it goes against them, as you said uh, earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, if you go if you go ahead against them, then they don't really be able to, uh, seem to have the fight to bring it back. Yeah, um, which we were basically what we were saying. We we mm. we think it's the Chelsea game where it might swing in our favour. Um, it's going to be a few a few a few bit of nails. Let me put it that way. The problem we have, and we we you know we keep coming back to Harry Kane, is that he does like to score against Leicester. He does, unfortunately, he does seem to have a bit of a hoodoo over us. Um... All we can do is is keep him tight, you know, and and it'll be interesting to see how we play that, um, you know, whether we whether we try and just keep tabs on him, whether somebody's given the job to keep tabs on him. They haven't got lots of goals from all over the place, but then you've you've still got Bale if he's playing, you've still got Son, who's got his pace. So again, I don't think it's one where we should be pushing up too high because we will get caught on the on the break, and we know particularly at home that's been our Achilles' heel. It, it has, it has indeed, and of course, Harry Kane and uh, Mo Salah both on twenty-two goals in the battle for the old golden boot. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, him personally, he's got something to play for. Yes. So um, I mean, that could go to the point where you see, um, you see the uh, him just shooting from anywhere. To be honest, because yes. again nothing to lose from his point of view. He's just no. going to go after that golden boot, add another one to the collection. And uh, yeah. yeah, maybe he's just going to try shooting from any anywhere. So if we keep him tight, uh, quiet, maybe that's in our favour, I think. Yeah. Rich, you know, I haven't got a space yet, but, you know, I could make one. And funny you should mention it, that I actually was looking online the other day to see how much the F <laughs> replica FA Cup trophy was. And... Um, I'm not working now, so if I did buy one, it would be sort of more that size than sort of the full size, <laughs> uh, more of like a table ornament, shall we say. But, yeah, it, it was tempting. It was tempting. Um, so let's have a look at the game in a in a bit more detail. Um, where are we here? So these, you know, it's pretty even, though. I mean, you know, I won't, I wouldn't say that they are sort of, and I'm sorry, it's going a bit slow at my end. I don't know how it's working at yours. Right, but, you know, going the last five games there, we won, obviously, earlier in the season. They've got another own goal. Maybe we should be, you know, maybe that's yeah, maybe that's yeah. our secret weapon tomorrow. Yeah. Um, they beat us. Well, it was, it, we won one. They won one the season before. Uh, or the season before that, they did do the double overs. But there's no there's no clear, you know, team that, you know, they're not, they're not whipping us, are they? No, I mean it's one of those where I think it it sort of plays with your mind a little bit. Yeah, I think you mm. you you think that they've got a hoodoo over us and they and they beat yeah. us more often. It just seems that way to be honest. And I think that that one that end of end of season game. I can't remember if it was the last game of uh, of the season or the last home game of the season, uh, sort of three or four seasons ago when they gave us a hell of a good hiding. I think it was five or six one, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and and Kane got. I don't know, Kane got forward in there or five or whatever, but that one still sticks in the mind. So um, so it probably has given me a hangover and makes makes me feel like they beat us all the time. But uh, I think we're definitely due one. And I think there was there was there was recent I mean, it was obviously before then there was a there was a four three or something between us as well, wasn't there? There was at Wembley, I think, wasn't there? When they were playing their home games at Wembley. I think uh, yeah. I think there was a four three. 
just 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 as you speak there, I'm just having a look here. Uh, it was yeah, five, actually it was five four um, in 2018. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we lost five four. Um, and then the six we were six one. We lost to them on the 18th mm -hmm. of May 2017. So that was a season after we'd won the uh, we'd won the, the the Premier League. Yeah, we were a bit of a shambles towards the end of that season, weren't we? So yeah, um... yeah. Kane Kane got four, Son got two. Mm -hmm. Now here's a test for you then, because I know you always like to throw me a, a question in every oh, now and wow. again. You're going to ask who me who got, scored for us, aren't you? Who scored? Who scored Leicester's goal that day? Um, bop, bop, bop. Uh, Ajoa. How the hell did you get that wrong? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never felt confident. <laughs> no, it was Ben Chilwell, actually. Was it? Was it? Well, yes. Wonder whatever happened to him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, th this was, um, it did, and I do apologize, it did go so slow. Earlier on in the season, this 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 was the the, the say the game the two nil uh, the own goal. Uh, I don't think you can read anything into that because, like with the Chelsea game, when you when you change the manager, you're not playing the same sort of team, are you? No, no, the mindset's totally different. I think it was a penalty and an own goal, wasn't it? Um, yes, yes, in that game. So, no, the mindset's different. You know, I, I remember earlier in the season though, I was I was confident that that Spurs were going to have a of a real challenge. I know they were, they were top for a while uh, around mm. that time where four, four different teams were top. But <laughs> well, I thought they say, had when, when you say a while, I think it was <laughs> two hours, <laughs> but they, but, but they have released a DVD about it apparently. <laughs> oh, that, that's good then. I think, uh, you know, earlier in the season, I, I thought they had the real chance. They were, they were, they'd got a mm. real good style of play. They were playing on the break, you know, Kane was dropping deep and playing the ball in balls in behind to, to Son and the, the sort of roles were reversed and Son was the main goal scorer. But then very much as happens with uh, with Mourinho, he starts falling out with players and the wheels start coming off. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's been a strange season for them, to be honest. Harry Kane, apparently, he is, as well as being Tottenham's leading goal scorer, he is also Tottenham's leading provider. Assists. Well, that's not bad, is it? Say. That's you not, know, you, you've got to you've got to take your hat off to him. You yeah, know, yes. he never looked. You know, when he was uh, when he was on loan to us, I think he only scored a couple of goals, but he never looked like he was going to go on to have the career he's he's had. No. But no. Uh, fair play to him. You know, he's just yeah. been phenomenal. I think the fact that it says, I think that you know the, the the fact that he's so good is the fact that so many teams hate him. <laughs> and yeah. uh, but you would love him if love it. We're back together. Yeah, yeah. You would love him if he yeah. if he was if he was in our scene, uh, our team. Yeah. But um, but th this is this is how tight it is, and you know, it it will be. And I'm, let me get, see if you agree with me here, Craig, because I'm mm. I'm, I'm going to be a bit controversial here. Nope. I think, yeah, not like me, is it? I think I would actually sooner be in the Europa League this season than the Champions League. Um, we're guaranteed Europa League, not the, this, I don't I still don't really fully understand what this Europa Conference thing is, but yes, we've been top four all season and we've been the only team that has been. Um, we've now 
dropped out. And if everything, you know, if we, even if we all three of us win the games, which is all we can do, we're still going to finish yeah. in that fifth and Europa League spot. I don't think our squad is strong enough. We're losing two defenders that, although they weren't sort of starters, at the start of the season, we would have struggled without Christian Fuchs and Wes Morgan. We don't think we're going to have the necessarily the money to buy a lot of players simply because of the COVID situation and the industry that our owners are in. So it could be reliant, and we've got a lot of decent youngsters. Look at Luke Thomas coming through and Dewsbury Hall at Luton there, etc. And you know, James Justin has got to come back. Hopefully, Pierre will come back better next season than he has done this season. But I just think that if we go and we have got a lot of youngsters into the Champions League. Everybody will be expecting us to get through to the quarterfinal. Oh, we've got, you know, you can imagine Leicester fans saying it now. Oh, we got through to the quarterfinals last time. We'll be in the final this time. But I could see us getting probably sort of, you know, Munich and Barcelona in our group or something like that, and us, us dropping out and, and it absolutely killing the confidence. And I mm-hmm. personally am happy to be in the Europa League and have another season in there learning about, you know, because it's different in Europe, how things happen, the refs react differently, and then maybe have the Champions League next season when, again, you know, at the end of next season, we'd have bought more players to, to enhance the squad. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a valid valid point and one that I uh, I, I, I disagree with. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, no, that's <laughs> no. it. I mean, you know, disagree yeah. no. with me away, yeah. Exactly, because you, you've made very valid reasons for doing it. Um uh, for going down that route, my I, I haven't got um, a big thing against the Europa League, and I think that, in all honesty, is our level. I think you, you're quite right. That's our level of European competition um, for the squad we have at the moment in terms of the way that we are progressing. What I would say is, being in the Champions League gives us a hell of a lot better chance of keeping the key players that we want to keep and attracting the players that we want to attract. If there's choices to be made, being in the Champions League gives us that uh, a little bit of competition against. You know, we, 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 we've seen talk about this Robin Goosens, for instance, uh, from Atalanta. Um, and some of these players that we've been touted with are, are, seem to be hanging on to see where we're going to be next season. But I think it's more about the likes of Tielemans and Ndidi um, keeping hold of them. You would hope that they can see that something's being built. You could see all the camaraderie in the team uh, when we won the cup. But if a team comes along who's in the Champions League and makes a big play, it makes it difficult for us to hold on to them. The other thing with the Champions League is it does bring in more money, which helps. Yeah. And you always, you know, you would hope that you wouldn't come bottom of a, of, of, a, of, a, uh, of your group. If you come third, you're going to end up in the uh, Europa League anyway. So, all in all, I think you're right. The Europa League is the level we're at. I think the Champions League just gives us that little bit more power to keep the players we want to keep and attract players that we want to bring to the club. I, I see totally where you're coming from and you, you raise some good points. Again, not necessarily ones that I, I agree with, but you raise some very good points. But yeah. I think, you know, you've, you've got to look and say, well... Would anybody not go to to Tottenham if the money was right? Because they're in the conference, or well, they're going to be in the conference league. They can't get anything else. Same with Arsenal as well. You know, yeah, yeah the big names, but big names fall by the wayside. You know, it happens from time to time. You know, yeah. Liverpool didn't win anything for years, uh, mm-hmm. and I just think 
we, you could easily just end up in the pot of death as you could end. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we got when we got Bruges and Copenhagen and, and I can't remember the other team in the Champions League, we couldn't have picked a better group if we never if no. they said go go and choose who you want to play. Um so it could just as easily be the group of death. Do you know what I mean? And you know, and you know, we you know what, you know, it's like in Europe, look at how you know we, we let ourselves down against Prague mm. and there's nothing to say that we would get through even if we had an easy group. Um, yeah. I just, I, I said, I, but I agree with you, and I, but I would hope, you know, about the money, certainly, yeah. but I would hope that the players like Tillemans and, and, and these sort of players look at it and go, well, hang on. All right, so we're not in the Champions League, mm-hmm. but we've won the FA Cup yeah, and we're in the Europa League. That that yeah. isn't bad. And Tillemans has already turned down Man United once to come to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would hope that some of the players, like you said, very very rightly, that they would see we're, we're a work in progress. Do you know what I mean? And sometimes if you run before you walk, you can stumble. I believe. I think you know. I think I think you're right. And as I say, it's it's a difficult one to call. I think it just gives that. Um, that kudos doesn't it that we've uh, that we're in there again and uh, you know and every year you learn you know on the flip side is there's nothing to say that um the way that we played against slavia prague we, we wouldn't get that far in the europa league anyway but we you would yeah. hope that we've learned from that and we will have a stronger squad and yes. <laughs> yeah i think i think it doesn't affect us as much as it would affect the likes of liverpool and uh, and and chelsea because you know they're they're shopping at Waitrose for players. You know we're still around the Aldi and Lidl. You know, but we we're but picking you get some up good bargains in Aldi and Lidl. Well, exactly, and and that's mm. where we're looking at. You know, we're looking yeah. at those sort of players who are, are not necessarily on the radar of the big clubs, but also we are attractive enough that they know they're going to get played here. They're not going to go to a a huge club and sit on a bench. You know, there's been enough players like that, so we are still attractive. It's just you know, can we hang on to those big players that we don't want to lose? But uh, I, mean, I think players, either way, it's it's a successful season and we are in yeah. Europe again, which is great. Yeah, I mean, the players that we've brought in, you know, Tillemans came in and I don't think we were in Europe, actually, when he came in. Mm-hmm. Fafana came in as a, as, a, as a Europa League team. So, yeah, you know, uh, that said, if we get into the Champions League, I'll, I'll be overjoyed. Don't get me wrong. I don't say I don't want yeah. to be in it. But I'm just saying, you know, a lot of, and I've seen a, on a lot of forums and a lot of shows that, you know, this is a dis, this is going to be a disappointing season for Leicester with us, you know, dropping mm. out again. I just, like you said, then quite rightly, Craig, I agree 100. percent This has been, a, you know, a fantastic season. I mean, for two seasons, we finished mm. the fifth best team in the country. Yeah, and we've won the FA Cup, and we've got into the Europa League for two seasons. Yeah, I mean, we've been striving. I mean, we've been striving to get into Europe. That's always been the, the 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 thing, isn't it? Can we get into Europe? Can we have a European season? You know, we've now got two back to back. So it is, is it, it is a success. And as I say, you look at the size of the club. You look at the the squad. If you if you looked at everything and then said, right, where where would we be? You know, where should we be on on a mm. scale? If you look at the squad, the size of the the club. Where should we be? You would still probably put six, maybe seventeen. Maybe you'd put Everton in in, in front of us, uh, yeah. in terms of the size of club. 
So the fact is, we are punching above our weight at the minute. It takes time to become one of those big established clubs. So it has been a success. There will be a tinge of disappointment, but overall, it's been a fantastically successful season. Oh, hasn't it? It did make me laugh that somebody was saying that the incentive for Tottenham to beat us, that if they beat us and we don't get into the Champions League, that they've got a better chance of getting Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> Can can you explain that one to me? <laughs> I can explain, you know, why they may be clutching at that particular straw, but yes. I don't see. Um, I don't. I don't see. He's got. He's got a rebuilding job. You know, Brendan has got everything he wants here, in terms of the the biggest thing, and I think the most important thing is that he has influence from top to bottom, in terms of the the team, who's bought. I'm not sure any manager at Spurs has all the influence with Daniel Levy as a chairman. You're going to go into a club that is selling its best player for a start. And you may have to be playing in the Europa Conference League, which, I mean, if, if the Champions League is Tuesdays, Wednesdays, you know, we're on a, we're on a Thursday or, or Europa League's on a Thursday. I'm not sure... Uh, maybe they're playing Sunday morning down the park. I don't. I don't know in the Europa Conference, but <laughs> you know, it's it's not attractive, is it? When he's yeah. in the middle of a, a project with us, yeah. And and I mean, they have come out and said as well, if you're in the Europa League, that you don't have any early games. You're always the late game uh, the, yes. of the weekend when you're in the Europa League. So at last, the yeah. FA are, are backing us up. This came up earlier on. Um, uh, 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 on the Facebook group, and um, it's very interesting. English clubs have won all three domestic trophies. I don't know if you saw it all this century. There's mm -hmm. five clubs in English football have won all three major domestic trophies this century, mm -hmm. and uh, it's Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool. Can you guess who the fifth one is? Is it little old Leicester City? Duh, 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 quite right. Go to the top of the cluster and get a gold star and eat your apple. It certainly <laughs> is, yes. We have only won one of everything, Premier FA Cup and League Cup, which is the three <laughs> that we have only won one. But, you know, um, it, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, that sort of thing. And I was trying to... I was talking to a Liverpool fan earlier. It was, it, was, it was a friend, and I said, and we were talking about the FA Cup because we hadn't seen each other since the FA Cup, and I said, what you what you fans of clubs like Man City, Man United, Chelsea and Liverpool, you don't feel what we feel when we win something because, you know, for Man City, oh, we've won another Premier League, stick it in the cupboard with the rest, you know, yeah. and uh, oh, we've, we've won a League Cup final. There's only six we've won this century, you know, and for Leicester, it just yeah. means so much more. Yeah, I think for Man City, Man City may be slightly different in terms of it's not that long ago that they were down in uh, down in League yeah. One, you know, and, and and struggling. Yeah. But their fans, you know, they've always stuck by them uh, there. But it becomes that norm, doesn't it? And I know it sounds weird, but there's that slight tinge in me that I don't want us to become like that. You know, that we start to, and you can already see it, that we start to get annoyed and disappointed if we're not top four, that we're not challenging. Mm. Yeah. You know, I don't want I don't want to be like that. You know, that 
Yes, I want us to be there and, and to not be like that, you've got to have some disappointing seasons. But that's what makes the great times more special. Yes. You know, that's why, you know, Chelsea fans didn't turn up till 10 minutes before kickoff at Wembley because they've been in the FA Cup final that much time. You don't want it to become the everyday, the mundane, because yeah. it's like having Christmas every day. So the biggest you know, enjoy the fact, the fact that, that we still are a little bit, you know, yeah. unpredictable. The, the biggest talking point was the fact that they turned up in the tracksuits. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was... Right, and I don't know who this is. You haven't put your name on it. You're just up as a Facebook user. If you click on the StreamYard link in the chat, it's no, there's no, you don't have to download. There's no cost. It just means we can see who we're talking to. Um, yeah, if if Liverpool win, Leicester win, Chelsea draw, all five spots in Champions League. If Chelsea beat Man City in the final, I'm yep. not. Is that right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, because Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea will finish fifth. But by winning the Champions League, they ah, will still right. they will still qualify. Yes. Ah, right, yeah, that because oh, because they draw, you. yes, yeah. And to, oh, somebody agreeing with you there, Craig. My God, should we take a screenshot of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's rare. <laughs> it is, it is, and also the fact I can't believe I said I agreed with you. That was totally wrong. <laughs> that that will right. get taken out in the edited cut. Oh, it will. I will take that out, believe you me. Right, yeah. it's that time when uh, uh, Craig does a Brendan and he tries to predict what team we are going to play on uh, tomorrow. And uh, yeah. there's a couple of surprises in there. Here we go. It's, it's that time in the show where Craig thinks is Leicester starting 11. Agree with him? Agree with him? Mm. Everybody wants their own jingle, Craig, and you've got one. <laughs> they do, mate. Thank you. <laughs> right. Um, I've tried to do this a little bit different because, obviously, I always disappear when I bring your team up, and everybody's there, and, Chris, we like to see you. Why do you always hide behind the team when Craig announces it? So let's Beautiful. see if this works. There you, <laughs> go. there you go. There we go. We're going to be all professional and move over there. Look. Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, it's almost like Sky Sky Soccer Saturday, isn't it? This, you know. Is, um, talk us through it. Well, I mean, I've I've not changed a lot to be honest. I've I've given someone a chance who probably doesn't deserve a chance based on his last performance and uh, and his clothing line of boohoo man and his tiny little bag. Uh, if anybody hasn't seen James Madison modeling the uh, latest boohoo man fashions and particularly the the beige outfit with the tiny little bag then pl please please do look for that because it's well worth it <laughs> and it really shows where his priorities are um but at the end of it you know he's a talented player and and this is a stage he should be we've said it before th this he needs to turn up anyway going back schmeichel i mean schmeichel surely is in the team of the season as goalkeeper. I, I, he has his critics. I've been critical of Schmeichel. I think his kicking, you know, leaves a lot to be desired. Unless you know he's got bets on hitting someone in the uh, in the stand um, <laughs> with bet three six five. I don't know. But apart from that, his command of the of the back of the back line, the way that he talks through the game. But some of the saves he's made this season, the cup final was just phenomenal. So I'd be very disappointed. If he wasn't in the PFA uh, team of the year, 
Um, the back line, I tinkered with it. I, I almost went to a back four, but the problem is with the back four, and, and even, even Brendan, I thought, had a problem uh, when he was playing all of the midfield players together against Chelsea. If you're playing Tielemans and Ndidi, <coughs> excuse me, with the players we've got available, I'm not sure you can go to a four across midfield because mm. you push out players out wide where they're no use. Madison got a hell of a lot of stick for his performance against Chelsea, and, and rightly so on many levels. But he was put out on the left-hand side where the ball wasn't getting to him. He was being asked to track back. Um, I don't... I, you know, it's not his game. Why would you Why would you do that? You know, why would you take a goldfish out for a walk? It doesn't make any sense. He's a number 10. I've got mm -hmm. to try and... Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Stephen. I've got to try and find a way to get Madison in his best position. So I've stuck with this five. I've stuck with the back three who, you know, Castagna, again, ideally you'd be playing as, as a wing back. But from the players we've got, I think I'd go with that. I bring, I'm bringing in Ricardo. Ricardo, for me, in that little cameo when he came on for Albrighton against Chelsea, his movement, his passing, everything was quicker and sharper about him. No, nothing against Albrighton, but Ricardo, to me, looked like he, he should have been there. He should have played all game for me. Everything was much more dynamic, and, and it was our best period of the game. Mm. Thomas, I'm going to give a, another shot to. I don't think he had his best game, to be honest. Um, but I think as he's probably the only natural left-sided player we've got. Indeed, Ian Tielemans speak for themselves, but I'm giving yeah. Madison another shot. But he's got to be in that 10. He's got to be playing behind the front two to get the best out of him. Otherwise, it, it's pointless. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you, ask you on this because when, when you sent that through to me and yeah. – um, I, I did have a look and think like, okay, like, you know, let's have a look. And you gave the formation as well. Um, yeah, you, you convinced, I must admit, I, I I could kind of see where you're coming from with Ricardo. I'm just worried whether he can do it, whether he's fit enough to do it for 90 minutes or not in a in a physical game. But for um, me, Chris, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but, no. you know, you don't know. You don't know no. unless you're playing from the start. I, I, I yeah. don't see the point of he looked fit enough to me. If he plays, mm. if he can only do 60 minutes, he's got the summer off. You know, he's not been picked in Portugal's squad. So he's got the whole summer yeah. off. For me, he might be able to last 60, 70, 90 minutes. But do that from the start. Don't play him for 20 minutes at the end when the game may be gone. Yeah. My worry, and this is it, the one, the one thing I said, and I agree, I like that formation. I had a bit of a, a heated discussion with Brad. He and we were picking teams on another channel, and mm. uh, we couldn't we couldn't even agree on our lineup, which is great. That's what football's all about, you know, two guys from the same team having different opinions, and we didn't fall out or anything. But he very much is a four four two man. And the funny mm. thing is, I used to be for many years, but I do like the fluidity yeah. of the three-five-two going into the five-three-two, mm. depending whether we're attacking or. Uh, and not every team can do that. It depends on the players, but we have got the players to do that. The one thing I, I'm, I, I am, and I'm not necessarily arguing with you because it's a bit, but just questioning is the Madison from the start because he hasn't looked good enough. And I know you said you've picked somebody who probably doesn't deserve to be picked. Mm. If he is going to turn it on. I mean, let, let's say he starts and he has an, a, a, a not brilliant game. Mm -hmm. Who do you bring on? It's almost certainly going to be Perez. Yeah. 
Perez isn't a game-changing player. You know, he's, you know, and Brendan likes him. And I've got to the point here where, you know, managers like a player that fans don't see. There always seem to be one of those players, doesn't there, where the manager picks yeah. him, whatever, because he gives something that the manager wants. So I'm prepared, you know, Perez, for me, gets a pass. And, you know, I know we've picked on him yeah. a lot this season, but Brendan likes him. He does something for Brendan uh, that Brendan sees. And therefore, for me, he gets that pass. Uh, 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 yeah. as be, being okay but he's not a game changer where if mm. you bring Madison on he can change a game and that's the the worry with starting Madison and I know he's, he, you've got to take the risk sometimes but yeah I mean I would say I, what I would say is they're both better as number 10s you know that that's mm. that I think we've seen that and we probably all agree yeah. with that over the season when they're playing that little yeah. pocket they both play a lot better than when they are. Yes. But if you do it the other way around, you're almost admitting that you're going to be losing at some point. You know, yeah. If if you've got all of your players and they all play to the best of their ability, for me, who would you pick? Would you pick Perez or Madison to start the game? For me, you'd pick Madison. And yes, it's you. And then you hope that you don't have to be in a point where you've got to change the game. For me, if you're mm. already thinking about a fact that you may have to change the game, it's a negative start for me. So I would yeah. always go positive and try and win the game in the first half if you can and then and then close it out. We've been very good at closing out games and we've seen that Spurs are not great at coming back. For me, you get your best players on the pitch at the start and you close the game out. Have we got a good record of, of, of getting leads though? We seem to always seem to be coming from behind and playing better in the second half. But, hey. Yeah. I don't think it's a going forward. It's a, it's a solid game plan. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, we trust. In Brendan, we trust. That's yeah. the thing. But uh, but we we, 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 we we shall see. We shall see. Um, we've been... We've been waiting for Spurs a long time, haven't we? You know, it's been it's been taking a while for us to. Um, and I, I forgot to put the word "still" in there. You know, we are still waiting for you, Spurs. Well, it's at the bottom. It's at the bottom there. Still waiting. Yeah. Um, has there ever been a song that's come back and bitten a, a fan base on the arse so so much as that one? Uh, probably not, and, and I'm hoping that that one doesn't come back and bite us on the bum um, over the next couple of seasons, to be honest, because you know damn well um, that they, they wouldn't think twice about it. I think I think you're right early on what you said. We've created this um, rivalry almost, but it's, yeah. a, it's a rivalry based on us feeling we're inferior, you know, that we've got one over on them, one of the bigger clubs, and I think we should be at a point now where Tottenham become insignificant to us. That, yes. that wouldn't that be much better that we stop talking about them because they're a middle of the table club. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back straight after this, Greg. Oh, if only I, I could see if that was working properly. Um, so, if it goes as every as, as it looks like it's going to go, and I'll come back to this point, fifth, an FA Cup win, we've got to be happy, haven't we? We have. I think it's always 
it's always disappointing. You, you know, you set your goals out at the start of the season, and I think every Leicester City fan would have taken that. Um, they, they would have taken that. You, you're going to finish fifth. You're going to have a great season. You're going to finish fifth. You're going to be in Europe again. And guess what? You're going to win the FA Cup. I can't believe mm. any Leicester City fan wouldn't have taken that. The journey to yeah. get there has had its ups and downs, and that's what gives the little bit of a tinge of disappointment to it. But mm. it's been a fantastic season. Yeah. I'm going to ask, and thank you, uh, Sandra. You've just reminded me, because I did want to ask um, Craig this, and I, I forgot, when we were talking about Madison and Perez, of course, he does get forgotten, and that's yeah. uh, Dennis Pratt. Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to try and get him in. And, and as you know, I had him in um, for the Chelsea team. I, I had yeah. Pratt in there. I had, I thought we should have taken a, a different route to, uh, in that game. We should have um, sort of bossed the middle, really crunched up the middle because they like trying to play through you there. Uh, and I'd have put Pratt in there and, uh, and tried to keep that game as tight as possible. But it's a difficult one because I'm not sure in this formation... You know, Pratt's not a number 10 or we haven't seen him in a number 10. So what you end up then is Pratt, Ndidi and Tielemans, who are all sort of either defensive or sort of more middling of the pitch. You haven't got anyone in there who really wants to go and get involved on the edge of the box with the two main strikers. So I think in this formation, it, it's really difficult to get Pratt in. Um, yes. But I'd, I'd like him to get some pitch time. I'm disappointed that he's not been off the bench, um, mm. at least over the last few games, because I think there's definitely a really good player in there. And this is a problem that I think Brenda's going to have when it comes through to next season. You know, you've got Harvey Barnes coming back. You've got, hopefully, James Justin. He's got yes. to find a formation that fits all these players in. And in the formation we're playing at the moment, where does Harvey Barnes fit in? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's a tough yeah. one. That is very, very true. We've got to keep hold of him, though, haven't we? Dennis Pratt. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got to, you, you need to build a squad. But you know, this is, this is where management comes in. You know, you've got to, you know, again, and and part of that is if you're in Champions League, you show you're showing those players that it's worth being part of it. Even if you're a bit part, you're something, you're a bit part player in a successful team. That's how Man yes. City can almost have two full squads because they're almost guaranteed to be getting in semi-finals and finals every season. So we yeah. have got to try and keep our best players, but Brendan needs to find a way to get them some pitch time. And I don't think he's he's done that particularly well this season, if, if there's a, a criticism. One last question for you, Craig. How would you like to win all this lot? So you can win a beach towel, although obviously we can't uh, use the beach at the moment, but you could have it hung up like I have done, or, or win your smiling beach towel with a uh, a pouch, a signed copy of Minding My Own Football Business, a story of Leicester City in the 90s, uh, from written by our first ever Chief Executive, Barry Pierpoint, and he'll sign that for you. Uh, FA Cup goal picture um, from courtesy of Iconic Sporting Moments are uh, going to supply that. There's no frame, but um, great description of Yuri's goal and taking Yuri's goal onto your chest, um, courtesy of Art of Football, 
we're going to be having a um, T-shirt, sizes small to the larger gentleman like me, 3XL there, uh, with, with the goal on it. And then another book there, What If. It's a bit of a fun look back at Leicester's history. What if Leicester City had taken a different route and different things had happened at times of year? It, it's not a bad package, that, is it, uh, Craig? No. That's very nice. I'd be uh, I'd be more than happy to win that, and I'm sure every Leicester well, City fan would be. The good news is, unfortunately for everybody else, is you can't because you uh, you're part of Leicester till I die. But if you've got to be in the UK, unfortunately, so we can't send it outside of the UK. But um, if you are in the UK, tune in to the post match show tomorrow, and uh, they will be up for grabs. It's going to be interesting because I haven't decided how to do it yet. So it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be up for grabs. Um, Craig, we're going to be back next week. We, we, we're back obviously tomorrow. We've got the pre-match show um, at what time? We kick off at four. So the pre-match yeah. show is going to be uh, ten to three, and when we'll be watching the uh, team announcement and see if you've got it spot on. And then um, about half six, we've got the post-match show. Uh, with Julian Watts and Brad. Um, and then next week on the Tuesday, we're going to have a season review when we're going to look month by month at what Leicester have done. And also possibly next week as well, we're going to have a, a, a look at each of the players and look how they've done and how they deserve to be graded for their part in Leicester's season. Craig, fingers crossed, mate. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for being our very own Cammy. Uh, you're very welcome, Chris. And uh, even if you're not going to ask me, I'm going to go with a score prediction. Oh, well done, sir. Well done. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> well, you've never got it right yet, so I thought there's no point in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, Steve, Steve's gone for a nil-one to Tottenham, but that's that reverse psychology again. Uh, Steve Walsh and Ian Marshall have both gone 2-1 to Leicester, which was what I was going to go for. So I had to go 3-1 to be different because uh, I think we can always let a goal in. But uh, go on, go out with a bang, Craig. Give, get it right this week. Get it right. Well, this I was, week. I was, I was, I was all lined up to go with 3-1, Chris, but you've you've stolen that. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to channel the energy from uh, I think it was the first game of the season when we won the league. Um, and I think it was uh, we played Sunderland and we won 4-2. So I'm going to go 4-2. Well, we, we would take that, wouldn't we? Even though it wouldn't would. be enough to actually get us uh, no. in, into the Champions League. Uh, TM says here, thanks, Melina, for that. TM says, hope we all stay friends afterwards. I'm sure we will. TM, yeah, it's only a game of football. There's far bigger things happening in the world that we need to worry about. At the moment, thank you so much for being with us most of the season. Uh, uh, when 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 you found us, thanks for coming in and commenting. Um, it's nice to have fans from the other side have a bit of banter without falling out. That's what it's all about. And to be honest with you, this season and the shows like this. Um, sorry, Stephen, I'm going to come to your comment in a minute. You threw me then. Um, what it has shown with the, all the ESL and everything is that fans can get along. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. You know, no yes. matter, no, no, no matter. You know, even if you're in a relegation zone uh, next year, you know, you're still welcome on. 
<laughs> I think because I was surprised at Nuno, what well, um, yeah. Nuno going at, at Wolves, and I think yeah. that Wolves are going to regret that, and I think Wolves could be in that relegation battle next year. But uh, you know, you get rid ah. of a good manager, and that's what happens. And I've just fallen into this. I forgot you did say the other day that you are going to the match tomorrow with your daughter. I am indeed. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate that. Uh, she's really looking forward to it, having uh, missed out on the FA Cup. But uh, I'm hoping and I'm sure that they'll be parading it around. So it'll be great for her. Thank you very much. It, it will be. And uh, wouldn't it be nice beating Tottenham and parading the FA Cup in front of them all, all on the same day? It's a, it it's a perfect day, isn't it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully might see you tomorrow then with the old uh, roving reporter thing. I, we'll, I shall we'll try speak. my best. Yeah, but uh, but the main thing is enjoy it with your daughter. Enjoy it with your Cheers, daughter. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thanks very much. Speak to you later. Take care. Yeah. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Melina's coming at the end here. Um, and I'll just try and get this. is going so slow. But Melina has come in. Stephen's gone for 4-1. Melina's come in with a 3-1 for Leicester. And, yes, Melina, I did have a haircut. Look at that. I haven't got much, but I did get it cut. Uh, guys, last day of the season tomorrow. We will be doing shows, as we say, during the uh, during the season, uh, off-season. Message us. Go onto the website, leicestertillidie.com, and you will see there's a on every page, there's a little button you can click to send us a message. Let us know what you want us to talk about during the off-season. We're going to be doing some player in, ex-player interviews. We've got a few specials coming up, like I say, the, uh, looking back at the season and, and, and rating the players. So we've got a few ideas of our own. Please, um, please think about uh, what you'd like us to talk about. And let me put that on properly. Thank you, Melina. Um, I have the hat to cover my head. Uh, but uh, and if you've got a hair like mine, that's why it's got that's why it's covered. But yeah, let us know what you want us to cover. What apart from my head, probably the rest of my face. Thank you very much, guys. But uh, hey, off for the Eurovision. But it's gonna be better than the Euros. We've got as much chance of winning the Eurovision as we have the Euros, that's for sure. See you tomorrow, guys. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for taking part. Thanks to Craig, our wise old sage. Couldn't do uh, couldn't do it without him. Take care, stay safe, guys. See you tomorrow. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. So people are on the pitch, they think it's all over. It is now. Podcast Network.
it's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.